After Buzzers and Oncers, welcome back to episode 14, The Girl in the Tower. We've got Operation Hyacinth in effect, Alice and Raman, the dynamic duo, and we've got a very special guest in the studio, Emma Booth, aka Mother Gothel, and we cannot wait to talk to her, so don't click that mouse. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> this music makes us happy every Monday, and we are so excited to be here, especially yes. because we have the amazing Emma Booth yes. in the house. Yes. Can you see me? Yeah. Right there. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's, it's Mother Gothel in the house, but guys, I've got to tell you, she is not anything like Mother Gothel, okay? Oh, Emma Booth is the nicest person I've ever met in my entire life, so you have to know that. Like, you scarily perfect. Oh my god. <laughs> you literally sparkle like a princess. That she really does. So <laughs> my god, I'm going to cry. <laughs> Don't make me cry. My husband might not agree with you, but no, he does. We Thanks, always wait. normally talk about Allie and her sprinkle, but I don't know. You probably <laughs> might have her beat. <laughs> oh, it's got me really hard. <laughs> well, guys, before we get into it, let's just introduce our lovely panel. We've got Steph Sabra. What's up, everyone? I'm Steph Sabra. I'm so excited to talk about this episode. Lanisha, how's it going? That's going great. I got Emma Booth in the house. <laughs> Carolina Benetti, what's happening? Hey, guys, I'm so excited to bring this week's character corner to you. Yes, it's going to be great, and all the juicy de- details of on set. We can't wait to get into it. I'm Allie Nasta. How is everybody doing on this fine Monday? You know, I've been waiting to talk about this all weekend mm-hmm. yes. because I don't know if you like know this, but last week we chatted about how we wanted to see how Robin and Alice met. And we yes. got that this episode, which was really exciting to Finally. all of us. Because this they're a dynamic duo that like is undeniable. Mm-hmm. They're amazing together. I was yeah. thrilled that we finally got to see that yes. duo more than like the little 30-second clip that we've had in the past. Like we True. finally had an episode about them. Mm-hmm. I loved, I feel like this episode more than the past few brought a lot of the classical story book elements into mm-hmm. it where they both were carrying the classic Alice in Wonderland Robin Hood book so I really like that and I loved what they did with Alice's magic yes, yes that's what I was excited about because we got to finally because we were all talking about it last week like could she be the savior could she be like what's going on with her and no, finally we got answer. Oh, I, I already know you, Carolina. <laughs> there's no changing her mind. <laughs> yeah. Carolina's got her decisions made, and there's nothing that's going to change that. Um, but Emma, you mentioned this is one of your favorite dynamic duos to happen, yeah, right? Yeah, they're just gorgeous. They are they're my cute. favorite, hands down. Yes. Hands down. Like, I'm like, oh my god, I'm so in love with both of them. I'm in love with them anyway in real life. Like, mm-hmm. they're the most divine people. So, <sighs> it's been, I yeah, just gorgeous. Rose is like this shiny, shiny... <laughs> Oh, magical creature. <laughs> <laughs> they all are. They all are, though. Yeah, and you were mentioning that it's very much a sisterhood it in is. the show. Absolutely. Like, I've never worked with so many women so closely that are all absolutely divine. Completely different. All of us are so, so, so different, but we all get along, and there's no... There was never any cattiness or bitchiness or none of that. You just That's love. Good. I love And that. the love to make the most incredible... Um, show for the fans that we could and, you know, just really get in there and give it everything we had. And we just, there was so much support. 
so so much laughing (laughs) that makes that so much more fun as an audience (laughs) to know that it makes it more fun for you guys on set and Mm -hmm. it's everybody's friends because as an audience you can kind of see that come off on screen which is amazing yeah they had to say cut a lot a lot with your laughing Oh, look, there was problems with the laughing. <laughs> the biggest problems were Colin, me, and Bobby in a room together was hideous. <laughs> They're like, time is money, guys. And we're like... <laughs> that interrogation scene was almost nearly impossible to get through. It was We just couldn't stop. And then we had to be so intense, and it was like, I'm losing it. And it's it's so hard. And then, of course, once you get the giggles... You you give everyone else the giggles, so the crew crew's got the giggles, and it's it's yeah, it's so difficult. And Bex, Bex, oh who's my God. the biggest like giggle starter? Who's the ringleader to starts it? Me. <laughs> no, Colin. Yeah, no, Colin. Okay, I'm the one that starts laughing, but he's the one, of course, that actually starts. Uh, me laughing and then everyone else laughing. He does his hook dance. While, oh, yeah, you know, we'll get into that. I have oh, questions about that. Oh. But that's funny that you say that. I interrogation scene, you were a cold stone yeah. witch, yeah. <laughs> if no. I may say so myself. You guys know I love witches, yeah. and Mother yeah. Gothel is head witch. Yes. <laughs> she is. Speaking She's of funny. head witches, which was kind of crazy in this episode, is somehow Mother Gothel is manipulating the situation for Alice and we don't know if maybe she's involved or there's another extra person making Alice do all these things but we find out that she wasn't the one to kill it she actually has an alibi because they brought in the troll and we've been wondering about what this troll meant the whole time because she obviously goes and talks to it and we were kind of wondering if she has this kind of psychotic like yeah breakdown break, like why yeah, is it we there the whole like, story made solutions. me sad yeah well isn't that kind of like a tribute to what is it the BFG. um yes yes mm-hmm. the big friendly giant mm-hmm. so i thought that that was really interesting that they were able to intertwine that into this episode as well it did make me sad though that after all this so she created it by her desperate need to get out of this tower and he gets her out of there and then he rampages the countryside he spends his life running away from people <laughs> attacking him and then he turns into like stone yeah, that's. I not. was hoping like dude would go to the land of happy giants it's or something. It's like that one movie about emotion. Uh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. But Moana. No, no, oh. about the girl who has an imagination land and that really cute pink fluffy <laughs> character that yeah. gets oh. killed at the end, and you're like, no. oh, oh, See, the hers was Mindy Kaling. I was thinking oh, of the nice one. <laughs> it's a Pixar one. Mm-hmm. Um, help me in the chat, you guys. That movie about the emotions with Mindy Kaling. Oh, oh, it's oh, it's oh. a very um, popular movie. Inside oh. Out. Yeah, Inside, Inside Out. Out. Yes. That's exactly it. Um, amazing. Yeah, it was really kind of sad that they, that kind of happened. But at the end of the day, we did have a lot of people come together, and that's kind of how Robin and Tilly's relationship. I never know if it's Tilly, like, I always mix them all together. Um, but it was fun to see them kind of come together and see how Rogers is kind of intertwining to the story. And he's not believing anything, but he knows there's a reason he needs to help Tilly out, which is really fun to see because we've all been dying for Hook to wake up. We're like, wait, I love that she's going to live with him now. (laughs) I feel like we've been waiting for... He needed to be slapped in the face, basically saying, I'm your daughter, like house me so I'm right. glad it's happening right and it's terrible except he still doesn't know it's his daughter I but know. Know. some progress yeah but what's also terrible is the fact that he they can't be together in the the wish realm and then they can't be together in the real world because they don't know that they're family and it's like are they ever going to get to be together as a family and mother Gothel is her mom <laughs> so I don't know when she's going to find that out yeah oh 
my gosh. Well, <laughs> how much are you going to buy me? I'll tell you. <laughs> Time is money. Um, Time is money. <laughs> really quick, a thing about Chili that was interesting to see Alice with her, the weird kind of skitzy thing she does with not knowing what's going on and kind of the way she talks and it's very eccentric is how we found her obviously talking to stuffed animals which kind of makes sense because she was trapped in this tower for years Mm -hmm. so obviously that's probably why she's a little crazy and that's kind of what comes off in her character which is really fun to watch because you're like oh okay this makes sense Mm -hmm. obviously she's been living by herself for so many years now so I wonder how see that that kind of gave me a little bit more questions because of Wonderland and like, did she make up Wonderland? Did she create because of the Mad Hatter? She was already naming him. That can make stressing me out it's because possible the- she could have been there. I mean, this is a show about <laughs> magic. There's no way to say that there wasn't some kind of window that she saw. She definitely True. was because in the beginning of the season, she it, there is a scene where she's coming out of Wonderland. Right. If you guys okay. remember that. So yeah. I, I don't think it's... I hope that it's going to be a part of the plot line. If it's not, I'm still going to think that it happens. It should be. <laughs> well, she goes there because of everything that she goes looking for in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. And then she brings it up, too, like uh, the Bandersnatch, how she outran it when she was running with uh, Robin. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Robin's like, I ran track. And she's like, girl, I outran a mythical creature. Shut up. <laughs> uh-huh. So it's definitely happened, but they're just as crazy as Wonderland. You might as well be trapped in a tower by yourself, so right. that wouldn't change her speech patterns. Yeah. It would exacerbate them. I guess that could be true. Man, um, yeah, let's well, let's jump in, because I really want to get to some Emma questions, because we're so excited to have Mother Gothel in the studio. Um, so let's really quickly just talk about Kelly, Lucy, and Regina, and how they um, were working together this episode, and Kelly totally threw Lucy and Regina's plan under the bus. <laughs> well, yes. if Regina would have opened her mouth. <laughs> I just wish she would have told Kelly. Exactly. Why did she need to keep it secret? Uh, yeah, but you, why was uh, why was Delina asking acting like she had single white female syndrome? I don't know. Because she does have single white female syndrome. <laughs> yeah. And she's had the single white female syndrome since the beginning. <laughs> this is true. This is very true. But I feel like this is relatable. All women who know that they're not dating someone that they shouldn't be dating hide right. it from their friends and loved ones. That's so it was true. pretty classic. And, but it really put Lucy in the worst. I would never want to be in Dr. Facilier's house alone. No. no. Yeah. Not I even as an adult, did. let alone as a little kid. <laughs> Yeah, that would be. I was. I was terrified watching. She's sitting there, yes. just like looking at all of these things, and then there's her phone's getting blown up, and she's just sitting there continuing to take pictures. I'm like, oh my god! I was screaming, so "Why didn't you take the walkie-talkie?" Well, I love that Zelina brought that up too. She's like, "You don't have walkie-talkies. They squawk." <laughs> oh my gosh! They have the. Yeah, it, was, it was a good throwback. It, that was a good throwback. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like. Let's bring. Let's all bring back the walkie talkies. That's way more fun to kind of go about things. We yeah. could do the show now with walkie talkies. Yeah, we'll have, we'll, we'll have we'll have Mother Gothel like on the walkie talkie. <laughs> no, she can just like play with people's minds and stuff. <gasps> she would. She would. She, she, would, like, would. she, she would be she able would. to like put like the message. You know how when you you used to have walkie talkies and you could listen to different channels. If you guys have yes, always. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mother Gotham would like put that in there. Yeah. That was our witch old training. School, right? Yes. Oh my god, I so miss the old days. <laughs> you like, like it's so complicated. I want a walkie talkie. <laughs> 
it's all like, this I is, want to be able to, yeah. This is kind of like one. We were talking about how it's got, like, they've got the pop mic, so it's it kind does. of... I'm still freaking out that I'm wearing one of these. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty excited. <laughs> yeah. Brittany. Brittany. <laughs> it's Emma. We also it's got Emma. the yellow bug back. Yeah. Yes, we did that get the bug. Cool. Which, that was an ode to Harry Potter right there, if I ever saw one coming crashing out of the woods. I was oh, like, okay. So true. Totally, I was Escaping waiting for the Escaping the spiders? Yeah, yeah. That's a really great point. I didn't even think about that. I was that. actually waiting for the giant spiders, like Aragog, just to show up and be like, well, we just crossed another land of fairy tales. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Harry Potter is still one of my all-time favorites. Of course. Yeah. I feel like, wait, what house are you? A yeah. Gryffindor. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, oh, come on, guys. Did the sorting hat pick that, or is it like you want to be Gryffindor? No, I do. I'll, Did you no. do the Pottermore test? No. Oh. You have to. Oh, you have to. And I've then you have to post like your results. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to look into this. There's like a legit <laughs> test that tells I, you what you are. Really? And J.K. Rowling made okay, it Okay, maybe herself. I'm Slytherin. I'll probably end up. Oh, <laughs> Me God, too. It's going to come That's out. That's what happened. Come out. I knew we had stuff in yeah. common. We were yeah. both... Part Gryffindor, yeah. but we'll end up in Slytherin. Yeah, I'm a, that's it. Well, it's, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's true. I feel like I'm a healthy mix of both. Like, yes. <laughs> I feel like everybody is, because everybody's yeah. got the little good and the good and the bad in them. See, I was the opposite. I thought for sure when I took the test I was going to get Slytherin. I was like, I am so Slytherin. Raven I took claw. it. A hundred percent. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm so curious. It I'm going to do it when I get home. Nerd. Wow. That test can, like, just, it tells. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm... I was literally like, okay. Okay, okay. I'll play with my book. Done. That's it. <laughs> I did, like, the... I'm going home to do it. Oh, yeah, the actual. actual. I'll let you know if I yeah. Instagram. Post oh. it, please. Post it on please. Instagram. I'll post, Definitely I'll post, post it. it on Instagram. That would be so good. Oh, it's oh, I'm scared. Why is my heart beating now? I'm like, what am I going to be? <laughs> Wait till you do your Patronus test. We won't get into oh. that. But... Oh, wow. Oh, all right. <laughs> Now I'm really freaking. <laughs> I'm sweating thinking about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you know what? Let's just dive right in, Emma. We are so thankful for you to be here, honestly. I'm it's so happy to be here. Such a pleasure to have you, and we're obviously all huge fans of Once Upon a Time and everything. So let's just start from the beginning. You know, mm-hmm. how did this part in becoming Mother Gothel happen? What was the audition process? How'd you find out? Yeah, well, I mean, I just come back from Serbia. Um, I was shooting a a huge kind of action film over there and kind of got back and the sci-fi kind of action film and got back and it's really interesting because I just finished telling my my manager, I'm like, look, I'm not going in for any more auditions that you hand me the night before. I said, it's (laughs) pointless. I'm over it. I just, it's not fair. I need time to work on stuff. So I get a phone call half an hour later. Look, I know, I know you just said that. (laughs) I know. But once upon a time, once a year, I was like, oh my God. God, I told, can I have another day? They were like, they have been looking for Mother Gothel for months and months and months around the world um, and they just can't find her. Wow. Mm. Apparently they were looking in their 20s, a girl in her 20s initially, like much like 10 years younger and then they've gone, oh, actually wow. let's, let's look older. I'm glad they did. But anyway, I went in there and did a bit of a shaky audition and I was like, whoa. Uh, I know I've got witch in me, though. I was like, this is my role. My role. You know, I always play crazy characters. I truly, truly do. And so I was like, this is, I 
I, you know, I'd love to play her, even though I didn't really know what she was doing. Mm-hmm. I, I, in fact, I had no idea what she was doing in the show. Anyway, I was on a plane <laughs> two days later. They called me that night, like, boom, you've got the job. You need to go to Vancouver immediately. Wow. I had four hours sleep. I, on my first Oof. day, four hours sleep. I had 40 questions written down. I rocked up on set. I was nervous. I was like all the things that you just don't want to be on your first day. And I was like, oh, what am I doing in my life? <laughs> I said, can, we, can you answer these questions? And they were like, yeah, no. I was like, why? <laughs> I need to know everything. I'm a film actor. We know everything. Every <laughs> single – and they were like, look, not on this. We really kind of write. As we go, we have a vague idea, but it, they wouldn't even give me that much. So I was literally getting material just before I was shooting stuff and wow. um, it was kind of crazy. It I was a lot of, like, deep breathing on my own in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have a panic attack. <laughs> and, uh, and then Mother Gothel came out. I was only actually meant to do a few episodes – um, initially, that's what I was booked for. They were mm-hmm. like, let's just, it's, I think it's kind of like a trial period. Do, mm-hmm. Even if you come in briefly, do people, are they curious about you? Do they warm to you? And then they start, if you inspire them and the writers, then they start developing yeah. this story about you, which is what happened with, with Gothel. So I didn't even know what was going to happen with her. But right. I'm so thankful for being able to play her and such a, clearly a tortured woman um but I learned I did I learned so much working on that set so much I'm so mm. grateful for the experience that's right. so cool that mm. you were saying and you said that you usually play like is this the role you usually kind of play like a tortured type of no look well look um I played a serial killer <laughs> in my last film uh, Hounds of Love, quite seriously, and uh, I'm very physically transformed in that. You wouldn't actually know it's me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Yeah, the f- the film's definitely not for people under forty seven. <laughs> 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 no, do not watch it if you're young and ask your parents. It's mm-hmm. not for it's not for people. I would say. <laughs> Uh, 18 to I know the younger people have watched it but just ask your parents guys if you are absolutely ask your parents um it's full on and so I've really played a lot of challenging roles things that have tested Mm. me but I'm not interested to play characters that don't scare me um and don't challenge me and don't make me find out more about myself as I'm delving into their their life and so Mother Gothel it was just like a dream I mean the hours were not a dream let me tell you (laughs) they were not a dream but that is so interesting and you play all these really complex characters and obviously Mother Gothel is one of those characters that we've seen you know we're 14 episodes in of this seventh season and we're we still need to know more about Mm -hmm. her and so you what do you do to kind of prep for a character that comes across on screen so complex Mm -hmm. and so mysterious yeah Um, um, just act all mysterious and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, ser- uh, seriously, because I, as, again, even if they have the storylines written ahead, we don't get them at all. So as mm. I'm prepping, sometimes I'm like, guys, where is the episode? Where is the episode? We start shooting in a day or two days, and I'm like freaking out. And then I get the episode, and it's like, you know, reading, reading, and it's like, oh, okay, and it's fast. I have to think on my feet, and then I'm in there, and the only thing I can do, because often more questions come up um, mm-hmm. as we're shooting, 
Um, it's kind of like all I can do is be completely present in the very moment and I have to think of what the objective, what does she want in that scene? That's it. I go in with one thing. What is she trying to do? That is it and just keep it very still. I really came to this, um, I, ga I came to the conclusion that it's so much more powerful watching someone who's quite still and evil as opposed to like, I'm evil. <laughs> <laughs> Look how evil I am. It might, it might work for some characters, not for her. I was like, I'm going to keep her. And apparently she was scary. <laughs> I don't know, I play her. But I don't know. I was going to say, speaking of challenges, mm -hmm. um, can you tell us about your wig? Because I am obsessed. Yeah. Yeah, that's the wig, amazing. Yeah. It was, I mean, the girls were, I rocked up on um, my first day on my four hours sleep just freaking out day like and they were like here's your wig I was like whoa that's big it's like a <laughs> small child have you named it I'm like no I haven't name it now what, what oh my god know? quick no you know what get the onces to come on chuck us some names yeah, who wants yeah, to name it okay, who wants to name yeah. it Emma's wig how long did it take to put on like what was well, your costume well it was fun they just braided my hair and then um pinned it and then stuck the wig straight on. But the wig initially was so heavy that in scenes I was like, <laughs> the, my head was falling back and the, the, my about three days into shooting I literally almost fainted when I was locked in the tower because it was so hot and I was all chained up. And I was like, guys, I can't... <laughs> and I, oh, wow. I'm sweating in, and I'm like trying to stand oh. up. I couldn't keep my head up, and they were like, "Maybe we need to take some braids out." I was like, "That would be awesome." <laughs> Thank that you. Got some power. It was like wearing a small child on my head, <laughs> and it was itchy, and it was so hot. I was like, "I've how long am I going to be wearing this creature?" Great. It was like having another creature on my head. But That's eventually, amazing. they just took out more and more plaits. And uh, it still looked just, it actually ended up looking more awesome when it was zhuzhed. Um, you know, had a bit of zhuzhing done to it. <laughs> and, you know, zhuzh. And it was way lighter and um, totally makes the character completely. You know, right. it's like I had to have that wig. Mm -hmm. You know, if I look at it, I'm like, you know, not like a nice blow dry. <laughs> so um, I do love, I have a love hate relationship with the wig. <laughs> well, what about the robe that you wear? The mother the, Gothel robe. Yeah, there, well, there's a couple of kind of robes. Look, oh. that's heavy. That's super heavy. All of it's heavy. Mm -hmm. um, none of it's fun to wear. Let me talk, <laughs> let me let me just put that out there. You corseted. You know, you've got corsets underneath the you know the robe and whatnot. And half time, like, can you just make it loose and no one can see under it? Rah, rah, and then it's like my boobs are falling in the middle of sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, and plaits are in perfect place. You know, you've got to count how many are forward, how many are back. It's really, it's quite a process when you, you know, when you look at the the, the look of Mother Gothel and oh, how wow. we get there. It just looks also easy on screen. You're right. like, you guys have no idea the amount of times we're like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. in gardens, like, oh. like frozen, soaking wet because it's raining and it's like, I can't feel my face they're like action be great you're like screw you <laughs> you, you take you wear wet clothes get your, right. your oops am i allowed to swear on this yeah no. wait, you're fine you're, you're, you're mother gothel the okay. rules don't sorry <laughs> my husband's like don't swear i was like i'm australian this is gonna be very difficult okay i'll try my best <laughs> no. amazing 
Um, wait, and so how long does it take you when you go in to get hair and makeup mm-hmm. and everything done? What's the usual time it takes for every to get Mother Gothel fied? Oh, only about forty five minutes. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. wow! Yeah, yeah. Maybe sometimes not even that. <laughs> it's the the it's Eloise Gardener that takes the time. So. Oh. Um, well, I guess some people think you look at them like the same kind of person, but it's like, you know how it's like full of just plaits. They get my hair and they, they kind of crimp it. Then they put in extra long crimpy bits. Then they stick in the plaits. Mm. So that's a process. Mm. It's not just the wig going on. No, no, no. Okay. So I'm th- well, maybe, yeah. So I've got the wig, you know, the big giant gothily yeah. wig. And then you've got just the you know, the plat, the Aloise look. You've got the, Mm -hmm. you know, the two looks going on. So that takes more time. And that's, often I'll be walking around set and I'll be like, oh my God, and I've like just find plaits everywhere. (laughs) I'm like, that's so gross. (laughs) Like, yeah, I've learned one thing, never going with clean hair because they all just slip out. All the weird things that people don't think about when you're getting, you know, your costume done. But the makeup was very simple. Um, Yeah, every, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't too too complex with her mm. and I think it works well totally. I was thinking great dark, dark smoking eyes and they were like now nah, let's keep it really kind of clean mm-hmm. and I think it works it totally it does did. and it really does transform you because I think I remember the first time I looked up Emma Booth as the actress compared to Mother Gothel I almost I didn't like it, yeah. it took me a while to get, kind of see the resemblance for a little bit I don't yeah. know if anybody else felt that well, way too you have this weird extraordinary face where you're the most evil witch basically but you there's moments I look at you in the show I'm like why does she look so beautiful? <laughs> like, I just don't understand. Oh my god, that, that's because you want to be that's her. So I know. Yeah. I really love witches, but <laughs> you really intrigued you. me about how great the offset chemistry was, mm-hmm. and how it was almost hard to get scenes done because you guys were laughing wow. so much. Can you please explain for us the hook dance, and if you can demonstrate a little bit, that would yeah. be really appreciated. Okay, so <laughs> I'll be in the middle of a really intense monologue a really like full-on evil uh, moment of just like and then there'll just be this hook appear (laughs) from behind like you know certain walls or he'll just be there serious and then just this hook comes out I'm like oh my god I hate you (laughs) the camera's not I it's so bad and I can I can't keep a straight face through it um he knows what he's doing. You ask anyone, any of the anyone that works with me, they're like Colin, <laughs> and the hook dance. That or it's just like you just look at each other, all of us, and we just start laughing. That's the other worst thing when you're like really, really serious. Like I had, oh my god, I had some date. The one with Bobby and and you know Eloise and and Hook in the interrogation room was the wor- the worst hands down. I've never had giggles like that, and I was like. I was actually getting very scared. I was like, I can't actually stop this and I'm going to actually have the producers come down and <laughs> tell me off. And then the more you think that, the more you can't stop laughing. Yeah. Like, and, and it was awful. We, did, we all had to, it was just us three together. It was like, wow. Nah. You would so have never known. Me. I'm yeah. thinking that's probably the last time the writers are allowed to put the three of you in the same Pretty room. Probably. <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I know, right? That's so funny. They're like, don't. Don't do it. We lost too much money. <laughs> Time is money. No. They get the script now, the three of you are on it, and they're like, 
I know. That scene was so good, though. It's crazy yeah, hearing yeah. that from the background because you yeah. were so diabolical and mm-hmm. focused. So it's, I can't even imagine you laughing during that yeah, scene. Yeah, I saw a couple of moments in my eyes <laughs> where I was like, clearly they just have to like snip, snip, snip. Snip, edit. Are you like, what can we take from each one and just like mold it together? But I was like, oh, I can see in my eyes. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and watch it now. And be like, yeah. Really let's laughing. see if you can. Let's see if you can pick up. On it. Oh my god, I'm like laugh crying now. Oh, just the memory. Anyway, we had a lot of fun on set. A lot of fun, you know, um, in saying that. But. Um, one of my big episodes that hasn't aired yet, um, which is Gothel's backstory. Can't we? It's pretty amazing. It was one of the most intense 10 days of my life. I've shot a lot of intense stuff, but it was emotional. There wasn't much laughing going on. Mm. Um, Really happy. I, I actually rang up Adam and Eddie and I was like, Thank you so much for letting me tell her backstory like this because it's something I really try to teach a lot is kindness. And how we treat others leaves a lasting effect. It Mm -hmm. just does. And, you know, when I'm really kind of, you know, I'm no perfect person. I've been whatever in my life. Like, no one's perfect, but it's like we can always try to strive to get better and, and treat people kindly and treat them well. So I was like, when I got to tell this story, I really felt like I was... I got to back up who I am as as a person. So I rang them and thanked them and uh, mm-hmm. I was just so happy. I think it will be loved. It it was amazing shooting it. And it, yeah, it was so, yeah, it was pretty great. I can't wait for you guys to see that. I yeah. definitely think that the fans are looking forward to that because mm. I feel like we want that in all of our characters and mm-hmm. each villain that we have seen We've always had like a reason to why they are the way they yeah. are. So oh yeah, you'll your find. Character oh, definitely needs you're, justice. Gonna, you're gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're really gonna find out why she is yeah. like she is. Yes. Don't you worry about that. But that's that is so <laughs> exciting because that is we. You're one of the characters where we've been asking for questions because mm-hmm. we just mm-hmm. want to know because there has to be a reason why she is so diabolical and, yeah. and maniacal mm-hmm. and so creepy yes. and scary oh, and all that. I way. know she's just but, so evil, yeah. isn't she? I mean, like smart. you're so, so smart, but just but, so evil. But there is there's a heart in there. There's yeah. a heart in there. So it's deep in there, but there's there's a heart in her, but it's like, well, it's a whole lot of evil. Even I read scripts sometimes. I'm like, are you kidding me? Right. I was like, dude, I'm going to get so much hate for this. <laughs> uh, I'm just an actor. Yeah. I am just, I'm just an actress. I know. No, That's Emma, true. you you yourself are incredibly right. kind. Thank you. Yeah, and no, I I'm 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 pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are, and you told us um, there's a couple of things that you do on social media to kind of share the love. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, yeah, yeah. I I guess yeah. Look, I um, I I've just become an ambassador for Bullies Keep Out as well, and I I think it's really not about condemning people and going you're wrong. You're it's like we've all at some stage in our life not been cool. I've certainly said things in our, in our in my life and gone sure that I probably shouldn't have mm-hmm. said that. Do you know what I mean? So it's not about it's not about that. It's just about yeah, understanding no one's perfect and striving to be a little bit better. And it's like I know when I'm like I get so angry. So walk away, <laughs> punch the pillow, you know. And it's like you know, um, and just I mean I have a big heart. I try to be as kind as I can. Yeah. Wherever I don't, you know, I don't care 
who the person is. I don't care where you come from. I don't care what you're, you know, if you're nice to me, I'll be nice to you. And it's like, be kind. Yeah. It affects people and it affects you. Guess what? That comes straight back on you. People don't understand. It's like, if you're going to be that way, think of life as like a mirror. Mm-hmm. That is just going to mirror straight back on you. You know, and you kind of like for your own life and well-being as well, just be kind and be honest. And so, yeah, I try to share that, you know. It took me a lot of years of having a pretty crazy life <laughs> to get this wise, let me tell you. you know, <laughs> this wise. Being a, this wise, let me tell you, this wisdom came from somewhere. <laughs> no. Well, we love that. And we mm. love you. And we're so thankful to have Thank you here. You. We are running out of time, but I just got to ask you one mm-hmm. question um, before we get into what you're working on now. Mm-hmm. What does Emma Booth like? to do for fun outside of the once world oh um what do you like to do camping is my favorite hands down my favorite things to to do in the world anytime i get off we pack the car um literally pack it (laughs) full of camping supplies and we just go road tripping uh we've done all over california yeah where's your favorite so many good ones gosh um uh funnily enough it's like it's the they're these they're are these redwood trees are about 15 hours away mm-hmm. um, and they're some of the tallest trees in the world that um, I don't know exactly. The sequoias. It is the sequoia. Yeah, yeah but California. There's a few of them, but I'm trying to think of the exact ones that we, but anyway, that's my favorite sacred place to go. But Yosemite, we've been loads, big sur. Um, we went and camped at Mount Shasta and that was, you know, Obviously, at the bottom of not at the top of Mount Chester, that would be super cold. Let me just say. <laughs> um, but we we travel, ev- we go wherever we can, and that's mm-hmm. why. Um, yeah, na- nature for me is just I. Nothing makes me happier than lighting a fire. I'm obsessed with fires. I'm a fire <laughs> um, I love lighting a fire. I've done my, I've kind of done my party years in my 20s, like, woo. And now I'm like, I just have no joy in that. Yeah. I'm old. I'm getting old. I'm not really getting old. But I'm, I'm, I'm in my, you know, I'm, it's actually really nice to be in my 30s and to go, great, I had a lot of fun doing that. But it's so nice just to, yeah, to not... Um, to kind of be out of that and just go, I just want to, my life is exploring nature and hanging out with my husband. I paint, I um, do a lot of stuff. I love watching movies clearly, um, you know, hopefully have a baby sometime in the future. <laughs> Not know. tomorrow. Just <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, that'll be next step. Family. Amazing. So um, for everybody who loves you on Once Upon a Time, what projects are you working on next? Like where can they see you outside of it? Well, there's uh, a show that called Glitch that, you know, a lot of people love. We mm-hmm. may or may not be doing season three. Can't Ooh. really talk about it. I don't know what okay. I... She was... Did I really <laughs> hide that well? Um, anyway, uh, I might be in South America soon shooting a film. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah, which is which will be really fun. Um, and I've got Extinction, a film I did in Serbia, That'll be big kind of sci-fi um, action thriller that'll be out soon. And uh, and I've got a whole bunch of other stuff in the pipeline, which um, 
I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Woo! All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I wish we had more time. I just, there's I know, so, so many fun. more questions. This is so uh, great. But before we wrap it up, let's just do a quick character corner and talk yes. about Mother Gothel and the backstory of um, your little character corner. Let's go for it. Absolutely. So let's bring up character corner. And this week, we will start with Mother Gothel as our character of the week. And Yay. the original Mother Gothel <laughs> was actually a queen. Yes, no, the other photo, yeah, that creepy one. So that is from the Grimm's fairy tale version. However, it actually, Mother Gothel was a queen, and it comes from the Italian fairy tale Petronicella, which is actually a Neapolitan fairy tale by Giambattista Basile, and it was published in 1634. And later on... 1634. 1634. So your character has been around for a minute. <laughs> I did Mother Nature. Nature. I probably should have known that. Yeah, yeah, right. Mother Nature. So first she was an evil queen, and it also involved a looking glass very similar to um, Snow White, evil queen. And then the girl gets locked in a tower and so on and so forth. And the Brothers Grimm took that, and they adapted it into the westernized version that most people know nowadays, or... The Tangled version, which was the animated Mother Gothel that I had on there, where she sings and there's the flower, Mm -hmm. and that was a lovely rendition as well, much more child-friendly, as the original Mother Gothel (laughs) is terrifying, (laughs) whether you read it in Petronicella or the Brothers Grimm Rapunzel, terrifying, and now we have your rendition of Mother Gothel on Once Upon a Time, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to know, what have you used to build Mother Gothel that we've come to love? And what, fear. <laughs> what have I used? Look, I've as I said, when I when I when I kind of sink into her, it's like I have to get all the costume on everything, and then it's just like something comes over me. Um, and a lot of actors will say that until they're like mm-hmm. fully in their costumes and everything, and it's like it's a stillness about her. And I now I know what happened to. I knew something pretty full on happened to her to make her like she is. I draw on my life in periods of my life um where I went through some full-on stuff and that's I kind of look at it like a filing cabinet and I would take certain things certain emotions and just be present with that and throw that into it with a stillness and um a lot of evil that's all I kept thinking with this with the stillness I also made sure that there were it was done as I I think you saw me before like <laughs> it was like oh, a lot with a lot of smiles. That's so much creepier. <laughs> so the little the little smiles are just creepy. Yeah. They just they're just more yes. evil. So I had to really go. What's going to come across more interesting? And that's what I always think when I any character I'm doing. What's yeah? What's going to be more interesting for the audience and more interesting on screen? And I and so that's basically all I did. And just as mm. I said, we didn't have much prep time. With scripts to really delve in and 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 kind of layer put layers you know upon layers into it, it was like kind of sometimes I get handed monologues on the day, yeah, which used to scare me. But uh, now I've realised I can do things I didn't know that I could do before. So you know, it was like no, sometimes not much prep time, and so I just keep that stillness about her and go on with my objective and uh, find motions from my and my life. And, yeah, just throw it into it. So that's what I do. And then Mother, Mother Gothel came in. Did you have a favorite fairy tale character growing up? What was my... Um, oh, uh, Three Bears was... Goldilocks, Goldilocks was... I made my mum read that to me 
every single night. She'd be like, hey, Goldilocks. <laughs> <laughs> be like, Goldilocks. She'd be like, yay. <laughs> like, again. Oh. I know, and again, and then she'd try and skip big chunks of like, and then I'm like, you still skipping. <laughs> You're skipping. Yeah, I'm obsessed with fairy tales. Absolutely obsessed with them. In fact, we went out the other day and I bought a whole pile of fairy tales and I just keep them. Uh, I just love fantasy. I love fairy tales. I love um, the faraway tree. Do you guys know the faraway tree? No. Oh, maybe Eden Blight. No, that was Australian. Okay, it's an Australian thing. You guys. Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've got one on you. I'm going to check it out now. <laughs> yeah, my favourite favorite books in the whole world. You know when you get really nostalgic when you're, yeah. you pick something up now from, and when you're a kid you, you start reading it now and you're like, oh, I remember like falling asleep to this. And Anyway, that's why I use Harry Potter a lot, to fall asleep mm. to for comfort. Yeah. That or The Haunted. The Haunted? Mm-hmm. It's so to fall asleep so, too. That's what I was thinking. To fall asleep. I know. To Dom's like creepy. you. I love. I own Gothel. I know. <laughs> See, that's my creepy right. side. <laughs> I'm really pretty nice, but I have a creepo side. I'm obsessed with ghosts. Oh my god. Yep. And I watched the. Ha- I've watched every paranormal activity, like the the um, paranormal survivors. Every real true kind of I've I've obliterated the whole of wow. every show I can find on you know, it. I don't know, real, I just find it really interesting. There's like real live ghost hunts you can go on here in LA. There is? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Um really though, seriously? Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm gonna I Google it. I had a girlfriend who was obsessed and it's like up in the Hollywood Hills and there's a bunch of other mansions and you, you can you go can actually go like, in there. Yeah, Google it. Like mm, you can go Ghost Hunts Los mm. Angeles. No, it's a real thing. <gasps> Dom, are you watching? No. I know you're watching me now. Dom, are you hearing this? He's going to hate it. He hates that stuff. But I am you're obsessed. Welcome. I'm going there. I am going tonight. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, we I wish I could hang out with you, but I would have to exit on that. Place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. In see, that's Mm-mm. that is my true creepy side. Is, is well, there you yeah. have it. There you go. There you guys. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Emma. This so has welcome. been such a pleasure pleasure. Before we wrap up, where can they find you on Instagram? Uh, Emma Loves Luna. I was like, hang on, what what is my Instagram account, guys? <laughs> Emma Loves Luna. So I'll be posting all this as well. So thank you. This is so fun. Okay. I Yeah, God, this was, this was fun. I'm this totally going ghost hunting now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sounds good. Steph Sabra, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steph Sabra. Lanisha. Hey guys, you can find me at Lanisha Spelt, L-A-N-I-S-H-A-914. Carolina. Hey guys, you can find me on Instagram at LenaBean113. And hey guys, Ali Nasta here. Find me on Twitter at Ali Nasta and on Instagram at Ali Girl. And of course, follow AfterBuzz TV on all social media platforms. And again, Emma Booth, thank you so much for being here. Yay. Thanks, guys. We Hi, love- Wances. <laughs> love you all. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. See you later. 